All right. Well, I'm. Uh, uh, I, I took on the uh, meeting and gathering, and it's the two fellow uh, coats that uh, to cover. And I have an advantage over the rest of you because not only am I going to be presenting, but I've also got two uh, helpers who are going to be assisting with the presentation. <laughs> probably are going to be doing more of the heavy lifting than, uh, than I will during the presentation. So heavy lifting means doing more of the work. Uh, as long as we're not lifting on how it works. But this isn't the same. She's playing well All right. So first we're going to cover, uh, we're going to cover needing. So, so uh, Josh, why don't you take us to our first slide? And what's the Hebrew for needing? Well, so tell me what needing actually means. Needing is, the key principle of needing is the combining of salt and liquid together to make paste or dough-like substances. Good. Now what, tell me some of the things that that includes. This would include, well, the making, this would include combining powder with liquid to form dough or paste. Good. And can you, can you give me an example? The primary example is making dough or batter for bread or cake. Also included would be making puddings, even where no cooking is required. <laughs> making mashed potatoes. Mixing water and sand to produce thick mud. Therefore, children playing in a sandbox should not pour water into it. And mixing water and powder to make thick paste such as plastic. Good. So this has application not only in food, but also in clothing. Yeah, so instant. No or plastering walls or stuff. Or making pizza dough. Or mud. Well, that would be good. Pizza dough. And we, uh, isn't that one, as, as we worked through these, isn't that one thing that Mommy started doing differently this past yes, time? Yes, she froze our pizza dough. Ah! Right. She froze it. What, that? Okay, there are two steps in the process. What would those be? Contact of liquid with the semi-solid or solid substance and mixing of the two with the kneading action. Okay. Now we learned that there were two kinds of mixtures. One was called Bliva Ave. Which is a thick, dense mixture and is biblically forbidden. And the other one was called Bliva Racha. A thinner, pourable mixture were only rabbinically forbidden. Not permitted when you're mixing those two ingredients together. 
What's not permitted when you mix the two ingredients together and they combine because... One of them is liquid. There is a liquid naturally present in one of the ingredients, such as fruit, or one of the ingredients is a coagulating substance, such as mayonnaise. Okay, well, what if there's no liquid added? There, there's no liquid added and there's no way that the ingredients will fuse it is permitted to mix the ingredients, such, for example, it is permissible to mix sugar and cocoa powder, or cinnamon, or honey on hummus, and pour gravy on rice and mix it. Praise God for that. <laughs> Question. So, basically, if, if it covers the substance, like, like gravy on rice, or like, like dressing on salad, it doesn't actually become part of whatever it's covering, then it's fine. That's or right. like the thick chocolate stuff on ice cream. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That would be permitted. Okay. But what, what if you pour one ingredient onto another and they mix automatically, but you don't do anything to cause the mixture? That is not permitted because you are mixing the wanting the ingredients mixed together. Okay, and an example would be? Pouring water onto flour. Or? vice versa. Good. All right, well, even if those two ingredients were poured on each other before the Sabbath, could you knead them together on the Sabbath? No. Well, what if you kneaded them together on the Sabbath, and you needed to add some liquid to it on the Sabbath, and then mix it together? Yes, that would be permitted. The example is, Oil separates from peanut butter and floats on top. Mm. 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 So, so natural peanut butter? Who yeah. likes the natural peanut butter? Yeah. Yeah? Mm. The remixing together on the Sabbath. Mm. Okay, so that's got to be pre-kneaded. So it's it's already... It's been mixed it's already now. once. So it's it's a one thing now. And if they happen to separate, you just put it back, and one back together. Got it. Restoring it to its original or to its former state. Right, so, what about Joshua? Times when you have a substance that completely absorbs into another, so there's no noticeable difference in the cons consistency of the liquid. It is permissible. And do you have an example? Yes. You may add instant coffee or hot water to a cup of instant cocoa. So, instant coffee or hot cocoa into a cup of water, stir it around, and that is permissible. Just stay away from the marshmallows. No marshmallows. <laughs> Only kosher marshmallows. All right, so now let's go back to our thin mixture. And can you tell me what is a thin mixture? Well, Ashkenazim hold that anything which pours from one vessel to another is considered a thin mixture. So far, Sephardim hold that even if it pours from vessel to vessel, it is not considered a liquid, unless it is drinkable and not meant just for eating. So, what's an example of something that would not be drinkable and just meant for eating? We like broth. 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 Did you say grog? Mashed potatoes. Broth. Oh, broth. 
I was going to say the teetotaler is talking about grog. What the heck is going on? Say it now. Broth? I don't even know what he's talking about. Broth. Or soup. 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 You can drink it or eat it with a spoon. Yeah. So soup is cool? You generally don't drink soup, though, right? Yeah. Unless it emerges. All right, so when is it permissible to make that thin mixture? So if you want to have more options for your thin mixture, you want to be Ashkenazi. If you want to make it easier to mix your thin mixture, you want to be Sephardic. Right. Is this, you're only changing, when you say you change the order in which you put the ingredients, is this just yep. you're changing the order in which you would normally do it? Right. So yes. you're just making a special exception for Shabbat. Yeah. Right. Like when it, some examples there. when it comes, are you going to do examples? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. So, I'm trying to get the thin mixture again. Give me another example of a thin mixture besides oh, soup. Here we go. Here we go. This is it? Alright. Wait, okay. Really? Wait, no, like, yeah, with would, 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 would the instant coffee fall yeah. into like a thin mixture? Yes. Yeah. Oh. The thin mixture is still technically kneading, it's just permissible. Permissible kneading. That's right. It's not the same as the thick. So would this be like. Yeah, so chicken broth is a thin mixture. Two, two liquids that you're going to pour together. Give me an example. Um, two liquids that you're pour together. Well, like uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like um, well, like if you're if you're mixing your um, seltzer water with your lemonade. Hmm. Oh. Or your or <laughs> your instant Starbucks coffee with your hot water. Well, you're saying that's needed? Milk into it has coffee. to be it has to be a milk solid and like milk a, into coffee. a liquid. Right. And that's the milk into coffee. Doesn't it milk be into coffee? coffee. Okay. Yeah. Well, because that's mixing. You're talking about mixing. That's well, I'm, I'm actually kind of confused here. So like, if it, it has to be, in order to be a thin mixture, it has to be drinkable. Doesn't one of them have to be a solid, like flour? Yes. Oh, margarita. Mm. That's really. Okay, right. But I mean, so, uh, so, 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 yeah, right. That's good. That's okay. Well, Say it's well, okay. I mean, that would be a thin mixture. Is that okay? It's okay. So, so, yeah. so let's talk about what's permissible in making this thin mixture. So, actually, making the thin mixture and making this a permissible act, what's considered a change in the order? If you normally put the salt ingredient in first, then you should put the U.S. ingredient. That makes sense. It has to be a solid. Be it has to be a solid. So, what if there's no set order? You should put the solid in first. Solid in first. Mm -hmm. right, well, what if you don't know what the common practice is? Then you may assume that the instruction on the package is the common practice and you may reverse the order thereof. Okay. Well, <coughs> what if you don't have a liquid but you only have a coagulating substance? Then there is no reason to or need to change. Right. Now, what's considered a change in mixing? We just talked about what's a change in the order. What's considered a change in mixing? Well, if possible, you should stir it with your finger or mix it by moving the bowl. If that is not possible, you 
should use an instrument, but mixed in a crisscross manner, and preferably remove the utensil after each stroke. And Josiah is going to now demonstrate for us what it means to be mixed in a crisscross manner and remove it after each stroke. Finger in the hot coffee, right? Yeah. Right. The sound effect is also necessary. Yeah, the sound effect. <laughs> what else, Joshua, about change and mixing? If that is not possible, you should use an instrument. Mixing it with the handle of a spoon or a knife is also considered sufficient. Okay. That makes sense. I don't normally mix with a spoon knife. Okay, I got it. good here. So now let's talk about making a thick mixture. And if you need to make a thick mixture on the Sabbath and, and you can't make it before the Sabbath, what should you do before the Sabbath? Then, before Shabbat, you should mix in some liquid so that all the salt is saturated. And then on Shabbat, you may mix in more liquid as long as this does not cause the mixture to thicken and you also reverse the order of combining and change the way it's thick. Now, what if you need to prepare a thick mixture on Sabbath? You can't add the liquid before the Sabbath begins, like you're making baby food. What do you do in that case? Then you may make the mixture on Shabbat if you are careful to reverse the order of combining and change the way it is mixed. So you're making it's very Yeah. This kind of reminds you of the yeah. order in which we bless the That's right. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Between the bread and the wine right. versus the wine and then the bread. Right. Exactly. You're, you're changing the order. You're making the ordinary not ordinary. Exactly. Yeah. Extra. Mm. All right. So now, Joshua, tell, tell us some examples of what uh, things that are not considered to be needed. Mixing butter or margarine into a baked potato. Praise God. Mixing cinnamon or raisins into cooked cereal, such as oatmeal. Matching a banana with the handle of a fork or spoon, but don't add any liquid. Mixing large chunks of food will be distinct even after being mixed. For example, you may dress a salad with oil, vinegar, and the like if the vegetables are slightly large pieces. So what about tuna and mayonnaise? Or gefilte fish? No. Tuna mayonnaise is cool, but if you normally start with the tuna in the, if I understand, if you normally start with the tuna in the dish and you add the mayonnaise to make tuna fish salad, you got to reverse it on your Okay. Start with a glob of mayonnaise. I usually start with the tuna in the bowl. So start now with the mayonnaise and add tuna to it. Got it. But if you don't have enough, if you just start with enough mayonnaise, you can add mayonnaise. Right. Right. But when you pull it out, we're going to spread. But you really should have. You should try and make the, the tuna fish salad, obviously, on Friday. Right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Joshua, anything else you want to add? Anything else? That covers it? Yes. If you've appreciated Joshua's oh, Well done, buddy. Yeah. Tag team. Yeah. All right. Great job. Now, Josiah's going to come up, and we're going to talk a little about Gathering or harvesting. Alright, Josiah, what's the Hebrew for gathering? The Hebrew word for gathering 
Amer, which means abundantly love sheaves. Good. Now, can you give us a definition of what does gathering mean? It means initial gathering from of a natural produce or something natural from earth from its original place where it grew or grows. Okay. Now what does that include? Harvesting operations like? Finding rain into sheaves or bales. Okay. Well, can you give us some examples of things that it applies to? Sure. It applies to fruits, vegetables, grass, twigs, leaves, and, and everything in between. Okay. Now, give me a, a real practical example of what, uh, what gathering might apply to. If they were to go out there with a bucket, that's a problem. Right. Whether they're on the ground and they're picking them up, or they're on the plant and they're plucking them and throwing them in a bucket to, to actually get a bunch of them would be inappropriate. Right. So that's, that's differentiating the act of eating yeah. from the act of gathering. Gathering them up. Yeah. And see, I wondered about that because, like, here we have a backyard that's fenced in. Yeah. And you have six that are there. So you, uh, at initial thought, might think that gathering. Within your domain would be okay, right? But I guess the gathering within, uh, if you pick up one stick, no big deal, you're kind of swinging it around, but when you start gathering uh, multiples together, well, it certainly brings it back to the to the, to the the wood gatherer, right? His, his arms were full of sticks, so you know, he's and I, th I think in your class, he's carrying the sticks, oops, but it could have been in his domain. But there's no way sticks one. sticks don't come together. The sticks didn't just come in right. and pop up and So you gathered the sticks. Right. So. Mm. Interesting. Okay, Josiah, so give us some examples of gathering that would not be permissible. Putting to get together a bouquet of flowers mm. or making leaves mm -hmm. and collecting rocks or any material from the mine or from the earth. Right. 
because they fell and all over the floor. Well, we're going to leave those until after Havdalah, right? But if they all fell right here, like like at Molly's feet, then that's Now, what about your very first example on your list? Because that's kind of an interesting one that you gave you gave me some additional information about. So tell us about that first one. So this one is not permissible. I think this really fits in with the, um, the Torah prohibitions about how you're allowed to gather your neighbor's fruit. Because if you go into your neighbor's orchard, you're walking by and he's got you know a tree by the road, you're actually allowed to pluck a piece of fruit and eat it as you go, but you can't go in there and just start piling stuff in. So like there's, I mean, out of all of the melachot, this is probably one of the most biblical ones as far as like what you're allowed to do, what you can't do, and why. Pick a couple at a time. You know, and that would be sorry. 
Oh, that's, that's way more. That's, are no, you it's, not, it's not sorting if he takes the ones he wants. You can't take the yellow ones and put them aside. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Why don't you Stand here because of the initial gathering having already been done, and and we're just we're just trying to practice here, guys. Um, because of that, the initial gathering's already been done, and because they didn't grow on the porch, what, what I'm hearing from Josiah is that's cool. If the you, crate if you the crate tipped over and you needed to pick them back up. You haven't harvested them; they've already been harvested. Right, right. But you can also go ahead and pick the ones I want out of the crate, which is no different than going to the cupboard and picking. Right. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got you. Mm -hmm. As long as you're only but picking the ones you want. I think there's a sorting issues. Right. Well, sorting is a different issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're digging through. The yeah, 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 I got. Yeah, I want this particular. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, actually, picking the one I want would be okay. Right. All right. Right. I can't pick out the bad ones and throw them away. So. Yeah, good, good, good. This is good. Okay, just how about how about another couple of examples? Permissible gathering. If toys were it is permissive it is permitted to collect toys or playthings that were scattered around the room or serene that were scattered around the shore. Mm -hmm. of the world to come in this life. May you see your children's children come to faith 
May your end be with the life of the world to come, and your deeds affect the hope of many generations. May your heart ponder and achieve understanding of Torah. May your mouth speak wisdom to everyone you meet, and may your tongue bring forth song as you praise the Holy One, blessed is He. May you have the self-control to look straight before you. May your eyes be enlightened by the light of Torah. And may your face shine like the brightness of the sky. May your lips utter knowledge, your heart rejoice in righteousness, and your feet run to hear the words of the Ancient of Days. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Scott. Well done, and well done in... Uh, okay, guys, so here's the, uh, here's the deal. Samuel is at the other end there. Say hi, Samuel. Hi, Samuel. Um, my, my plan is, if I understand correctly, everybody's had an opportunity. We've gone through. I don't know how many Samuels did. I thought he had two or three. But whatever. That, plus I get grinding. So my goal is to tag team with Samuel as Isaac tag teamed with Scott next week. So if you get here in a timely fashion, I think we're meeting next week. Right? Um, we're going to try and, and knock those guys 40. out. Okay. Um, we're probably not going to have a lot of discussion. It'll be like tonight, right? We'll go through it. We'll discuss as we hit each Malachah, and then we're going we're gonna to call it. And then I will follow up with a, a quick recap of where everything's at, which ones are already I'm thinking about in my own life um, in, in a real way. I think with the, the fruit that's already part of what I'm doing. I, I, don't, I don't harvest now, so I'm, I'm already okay there. But uh, as far as trapping and being careful with the, with the, the bees and stuff like that is something I, I've never heard or thought of. So those kind of things are what we're going to talk about. So it's not next class, but the one after. The, the question we're going to raise is, well, so what? I mean, is this something that we should include in our walk? Is this something that we want to include partially, fully? What does it say if you want to do it partially? Like, I'm all I'm good on the first 13 milliliters, but the other ones I just think are far-fetched. So th those are the kind of questions we're going to wrestle with. Um, I know that the carrying one so far has probably been the one that I, I've taken to heart uh, so much because it's it's something that I hadn't thought about. And you may not realize it, but if you happen to be in the kitchen um, when we are nearing the end of our own egg time, I may ask you to take the garbage bag out. Well, I would expect you to take it all the way out to the garbage can prior to Greg's class. And I will tackle you if you try and take it out of the garage now. <laughs> you just leave it in my garage. Keep it in my domain. There's no reason for you to go outside my domain with that. Let the flies come and gather in the garage. We won't kill them. Uh, that's right. Or trap them. That's right. Bees, wasps, and other uh, hazardous material we might deal with. So that's, that's our goal. That's our plan. And that will kind of, kind of bring this to a close. Um, we're coming up on, on the High Holy Days. We have seven uh, Shabbats of uh, comfort, consolation, if you will, um, that we're walking through here. 
and the month of Elul will be upon us before you know it. We've got a wedding at the end of this calendar month. And then uh, it will be falling right into the, uh, the High Holy Days. So um, Alan and I have decided that we will not have a Sukkot party here in our large Sukkot. No, not. Not, no, not. We shall not. We shall not have a large Sukkot party here so that we can offer others an opportunity to have people over um, in, in your Sukkot. So I want to encourage you, think about that now, especially those of you who are newly married. Um, have people over. Have, have a lot of folks over. Now, if nobody's going to come up with a large type Sukkot thing where we can all get together, or you know, nobody's got that kind of room, you know, just you know, kind of give me some feedback. I, you know, I don't have any problem having a party. I'd, I'd much rather be here. Um, but that's that's our goal is to give everybody an opportunity to to have people over and and see and sit and eat in the sukkah. Okay, so that's where we're at with that. The Tashlik service is coming up, uh, so uh, it's a great time to kind of invite some folks and say, you know, you, you see us acting weird every Saturday. Um, why don't you come with us? The, uh, what days of the week are we on this year? Do we know? Thursdays. Thursdays? Thursdays. All right, so most of the time we're, we're hitting Thursdays. Is it true that Yom Kippur is once again on Shabbat? Yes. Yeah, crazy. I feel like I'm getting ripped off of my Shabbat tote. What's it's like <laughs> seven times every 19 years. I don't years. get it. Seven and 19. So, so did we get three or four in a row? Was it, for the past two years was on Shabbat, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it, it won't be next year. You're not it won't be next year. Yeah. Well, that's great. So that's right, a big part. Gives you an opportunity to build up PTO for the subsequent years. Yes. Yes. If you can if you carry it forward, or yeah. for the current year, yeah. Can you can you carry can you carry forward? I don't know if you like. We can. I need it. That's what I'm doing. User. And we got another another wedding this coming like up. Flex spending. Uh, right flex. after the high holy days, we'll have a little bit of time to rest, and then we'd be into Hanukkah. And uh, right now, and a wedding in Hanukkah. Second second night of Hanukkah. It looks like we got another wedding coming up. And a vow renewal. Do we have a date? Well, well. Whoop. Twenty third, eleven two three, November twenty third. So the kiss love one, the week before um, kiss love one, Thanksgiving. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your question? Kiss love one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it is. I'm one kiss left. One yeah, kiss left. So uh, we will be doing a renewal of our vows for our super, super. So um, we've already got several men that have stepped up for heckler cards. And uh, <laughs> that's right. You know, so uh, you need to be prepared. You know, it could get a little wild there, but uh, we praise God with you that uh, Gabby's actually put up with you for as long as she has. It's, uh, it's really, really amazing. So, all right. Well, I am uh, I am thrilled, and I got to tell you, it's just so cool to have you guys here. And gentlemen, you did amazingly well. I imagine we're going to be going through these 39 Miller code at least every 10 years. So I'm expecting that when we go through this again, you guys cannot do meeting or gathering. Okay, so you got to step up. Bring your own something signs. Else. And bring your own signs. That's right. That's a good idea. I like that. That's right. <laughs> Pick something else. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I'm going to have a glass of wine. If you'd like to have one with me, come on into the kitchen. God bless you.